This is Tofa from Operation Tube Top, and a happy Monday night. We are firmly into 2018, and I have a new microphone, so I'm going to take a quick break just to make sure that it's working properly, and then I'll be right back. So, <laughs> it seems to be just fine. I'm, I don't know if you guys heard some, like, beeping, but I'm happy with this new purchase. Thank you, Amazon. Um, let's see, what's new? Well, I was in a bit of a rage, uh... This evening, I got home around 6, and apparently the kid was a complete joy with the nanny and his therapy aid, so I was really happy about that. It's his first day back, which I'll talk about in a minute. And then I was cooking. I was making this great marinara sauce. I had my onions and my garlic, and I had crushed tomatoes, and I had the uh, tomato paste, and I had nutmeg and oregano and all these great spices, and it was going so well. I put on the other burner to make the pasta, and then the stove and oven short-circuited. And of course, my first reaction was turning to the husband and said, you turn on the light, you turn on the light, and it short-circuited, and it's all your fault. Our stove doesn't work anymore, because I'm a good person. So I think I might have, or somehow our stove and oven is dead, we need to get an electrician in soon. Um, but I'm very frustrated. I was very frustrated because I had spent a good 35 minutes making this amazing sauce. So then I decided to improvise and I had some garlic bread that I had already made in a ciabatta. It just had to be put in the oven. Of course, that wasn't happening. So I got this kind of, um, what's it called? Like a little warmer. So I put some tea lights under and I kind of barbecued, uh, with tea lights, the garlic bread. And then I made the pasta in the microwave boiling water in that and then with the sauce it ended up being a very delicious dinner but the frustration was so angry so we'll figure that out soon hopefully it'll be all fixed in a few days I am not going to stress about it right now um also as I was saying before uh the kid Raphael went back to school today and uh, of course we looked in his notebook there's this thing called I've talked about it before the mit Heft. I think email would be more effective, but this is old school, so it's this little notebook that you write a note, and then the teacher reads it, and then they write you a note back. It's um, very weird. And we got a note from his after-school uh, place saying today that he was screaming. They couldn't, um, quote-unquote, localize his pain. And we both looked at this, the husband and I, and we're like, he's not in pain. It's his first day back. He's just frustrated and tired, but whatever. So we'll deal with that uh, eventually. Always good times. But apparently the school, his teachers in the morning, very happy with him. So that's what counts. Um, yeah, so let me look at my notes. This is not going to be a super long uh, pod podcast because uh, I have to go watch a TV show this evening. It's the premiere of the third season, I believe, of a show called Die Vorstadt Weiber, which kind of translates to the suburb ladies. And it is a show that I started watching with the husband a couple years ago. 
And when it first came out, I was like, this is a complete ripoff of Desperate Housewives. I was a big fan of that show for a few seasons, and I kind of was like, this is cheap. Why are you ripping this off? And it seemed very formulaic, and that's a big word that I'm using tonight. And I do like formulaic. Don't get me wrong. Lifetime, Hallmark, thank you, love you. But I thought, okay, why are you ripping off this TV show that ended a few years before? But then the show continued, and it got better and better, and the second season was absolutely amazing. And it's a little bit dark. It's If you watch it and you've lived here long enough, you're like, oh, I get your humor. I get where you're going with this. It's also, to me, very um, – oh, they're boobies – um, for the gentleman out there or other woman. And, uh, there are quite a few, uh, man on my man sex scenes, which I applaud cause I'm thinking good for you. You've, this is kind of primetime Austrian TV and they do show these types of relationships and they show a lot of nudity and, uh, welcome to Europe, <laughs> but I'm excited to see the third season. I think it's going to be quite hopefully interesting. So that's my plan in about half an hour. So I have to make this quick. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Vienna, I love you. Austria, I love you. I don't know. I, I never want to make this podcast super political, but this is not political to me. This is a situation that is about being a decent human being. So every year there's a New Year's Eve, a New Year's baby, the first baby born into the new year. And it was a couple, uh, I believe they were Turkish. They had a little baby girl and the picture the next day in all the newspapers was this lovely couple and in a hospital, they had given birth or she, she, I'm sorry, not they, she gave birth to a little beautiful baby and she's wearing a headscarf and they're obviously not, they don't have the last name Schmidt. And suddenly they were receiving death threats and this is, to me, absolutely disgusting. It is un incredible to me. This is something that I can't even imagine. How, as a human being, would this anger you? Oh, I'm sorry. There's neighbors yelling next door. It's good times. Um, but how could you, as a person, go online and write something? Number one, oh, a innocent baby. Number two, so what if they are not what you imagine to be your typical Austrian family? Maybe because I'm Canadian, we don't have a thing called typical Canadian. What we consider typical Canadian is that we love maple syrup and hockey. That's pretty much what we would generalize as being a typical Canadian thing. Uh, or we go outside, it's plus two degrees, and we think, oh, we should wear shorts. Uh, this is, I don't want to get any further into it, but whoever these people are that wrote these things, you are the scum of the earth. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Or maybe later I'll get back into it, but it's maybe I'm still angry about my stove too, my oven, and I had to make garlic bread with tea lights. Um, but no, it's unacceptable. And I hope everybody kind of realizes nowadays we are quite a global community. Everything is changing for the better and we need to embrace a, um, a migration of different people because this is life. This is the world nowadays. Boundaries are not, we are not empires anymore. We need to understand. And even empires had a lot of mass migration and immigration. So, uh, again, don't want to be political. So I'm going to 
take a quick sip of my wine before I get to the next part, which I think we can all agree on, or a lot of people can. So, mm. last Friday, I went to go see my friend Lily Pan, and we did a an interview together on uh, for my pa- podcast, podcast. It's my Wisconsin podcast, and Lily Pan is an incredible art director. She's a graphic artist and she did the poster for the science ball. And I think you've probably seen them around the city. They're gorgeous. They're wonderful. She did a great job. So, uh, I did a podcast with her and it was a lot of fun. And also a big highlight was meeting her kitten Minou. Now, first of all, I'm not a huge cat person because I am actually very allergic to cats. And also cats do not show me undying love. Puppies, dogs, love dogs. But I do like cats. I do actually like most animals. Spiders, no, but most animals, big fan. And when I met her kitten on Friday, I was smitten. I was a smitten kitten. I fell in love with this um, little floof. And for the first time in my whole entire life, I did not get hives. I did not um, have an asthma attack. It's incredible. This is a special type of cat. And, uh, and they're called ragdoll cats and she's adorable and I think we're soulmates and I wish she would have come home with me. So that was a really fun interview. We talked and I'll be posting that on Thursday. So stay tuned for that because it was very interesting. We talked about, uh, graphic design. We talked about fonts and she came up, came up with one of the best sentences I've ever heard ever uttered, uh, about Crocs and you'll, you'll hear it on Thursday. So let's see what else is new. So yeah, Thursday morning, I actually, I went spinning. There was a 7.15 class and I've never been spinning so early. And it was an 80s theme, which was absolutely incredible with this guy named, I think, David. And it was great music. There was Jesse's Girl that came on, which I have a very um, funny, funny memory about that song, which I will always hold uh, dear to my heart. And of course there was Brian Adams and it was just super fun class uh, and it killed me. And I went again on Saturday and one of the co-founders who I actually interviewed for the podcast, she taught the class and I wasn't expecting her to teach it. And I was like, oh, she's so nice. She's so sweet. It'll be like a really, it'll be a good class. Um, she killed us. She killed all of us in this class that morning. She's like, oh, I'm a little tired because I... I was, you know, off over Christmas break. This is my first class in the, you know, in the new year. And then she was like, I expect you all to die, Mr. Bond. I've never, um, that was the hardest spin class I've ever been to. Probably also because it's the most filled class I've ever seen. I think we, there were almost 20 people. It was absolutely packed, but it was, uh, it was amazing. And this is the thing is you go there and you're like, I almost died, but that was great. I feel amazing. Thank you. Um, after the spin class, I kind of minced home and because I started on January 1st to actually try to be vegan for the most part, and I know a lot of people are rolling their eyes at the idea of veganism, but I have stomach issues and, you know, I eat too much cheese and a lot of people say, well, why don't you eat less cheese? And I'm like, well, that's nuts. That's not going to happen. So for the most part, I am embracing mostly a vegan lifestyle. Uh, in the future, of course, there will be situations where I cannot be vegan. I do like meat. I do like cheese, but it's not great for my digestion. And, and yeah, that's kind of the reality. And it's me trying to be a little bit more of an adult. 
but if I have to go out and I have to have a pizza, that will happen once in a while. So I have not completely shunned um, animal products. Anyway, so Saturday evening, uh, I was saying to the husband, like, well, let's order food. It's also a bank holiday in Vienna, so nothing's open. So on Foodora, which is this bike delivery service, and I always feel really terrible because this is pretty much people in on bikes going through terrible weather, and we're on a bit of a hill. Tip them really well because I always feel guilty. So I found this one place called Voodies, and it's a new vegan place, apparently near Nashmarked. And so we looked at the menu and everything was decided because for him to, for the husband to decide on food, it's a fucking nightmare. And then for me to decide, it's, you know. So finally everything's, you know, planned. And I click on the button to deliver. And they're like, oh, no, we don't deliver to that location. And I was like, Fedora, I'm going to burn you down. So I ended up actually ordering from another place on Miam, the other website where they don't have people bike, and uh, it turned out to be pretty good. Speaking of the kid, actually, because Saturday he was fine, but Friday night after my podcast, he did have a freak out. So it's been quite a while since he's had such an epic fit. Um, it sucks, always. The good news, though, is that he, for the most part, is not as violent as he used to be. So... We've definitely noticed a change, and I we can see that he's not so removed from himself. In the past, when he would have freakouts, especially last summer, he just goes into a trance of freaking out. So this is, you know, it's a positive little thing, even though it sucks when it happens. Uh, so then Sunday, he decided to wake up at 4.30 in the morning, <sighs> and I, once I'm awake, I can't go back to sleep. So I was up at 4.30 in the morning and he was kind of grumpy for a good, I would say six hours, no, eight hours. And, uh, then he calmed down a little bit midday. The husband went to the gym and then the afternoon I went to go meet my friend at uh, the 25 hours hotel, my friend Barbara, and we caught up. We hadn't seen each other in months. So that was super lovely. And then, uh, put, the kid to bed because the next day today was uh, back at school. Now I loved the week that I was off being able to spend so much time with him. It was a joy. And then I was back to work last week and the husband was home. So both of them were pretty much wearing the equivalent of white tank tops and shorts and covered in stains every time I got home. And I was like, both of you need to go back to your job or back to work because this is not okay for me. Um, so yeah, I was very excited for school to start again. And also the kid really needs a routine and not in the extreme way in terms of autism. There's this, uh, for the majority of kids with autism or people with autism, you need a strict routine. The kid's okay with not having a super strict routine, but he does like going to school. He does enjoy getting on the bus in the morning. So I think after a couple of weeks, he was like, both of you suck. I need to go see other people. So, uh, that was pretty much brings us up today, up to today. And I did something this morning. I sent off an email and I don't know what's going to come out of this email. It was an email with an attached attachment. I'm so sorry. I'm being cryptic, but I can't announce it unless something actually happens from it. But this was this past week I've been working on, let's say, a project. And if it happens, if it goes through, 
this to me would be one of the most amazing things in the world. It'd be so life changing. Um, it would be something that I never really realized would be a dream for me. And I truly believe that in our lives, you need to work super hard. No shit. Maybe not in your real job, but in everything else that you do. But I think that every opportunity or situation that you've been through, even the stupidest situations you've been in, it will lead to something bigger and greater. And this will make more sense when I, when, or if I can announce if it goes through, if it happens, but it was a huge accomplishment for me. It was something that was supposed to actually take me a month and I did it in a week because I was so motivated and so excited to be able to try this. So, uh, please stay tuned. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And then I'll be like, um, I'm not a positive person anymore. I am just going to go find myself somewhere else. But no, this will be, um, I'm being positive. You never know. And that's the exciting thing about life. So again, um, yeah, that was pretty much it because I don't want to go too much longer because show's going to start in about 15 minutes. I'm trying out this really funky new microphone that I got. It's gold. It's black. It's fantastic. And hopefully the sound quality is great or it's weird not holding a microphone and I'm using both of my hands. Again, this is not a professional podcast. I am not trained in any type of equipment. I broke my stove and oven, so that should be a big indication of how I feel around technology. Pretty convinced robots are going to kill me soon. Anyway, thanks again for listening, for sharing, for liking, for doing everything you do to support this podcast. It's a complete... Um, what's it called? Going out on a limb as I seem to do my whole entire life. Uh, so stay tuned on Thursday for Lily Pam's interview, which was so much fun. So interesting. Uh, next week, I think I'll be doing, I'll be releasing on Thursday a podcast with a friend. It'll be a very casual interview and there's a lot more lined up. So there's a lot more coming through. I also, what's the plan? Oh yes. On Saturday is the sensory friendly movie afternoon at Film Casino. It's a French cartoon. I think uh, Celine and Ernst or Ernest. Uh, it looks super cute. It's a bear and a little mouse. So we'll be going there with the kid, but staying probably about 15, 20 minutes as usual. And yeah, I'm going to just keep working out because I have my ball dress. It fits, but I want to not look like I have issues. I want to look okay for pictures. So again, I hope you all have a absolutely lovely Monday. I know most of you are now back at work. Your kids are back at school. There'll be a ski break soon for most of Austria, not for me, but I'm hoping that at the end of May, I'll be taking a big trip to see some friends in the States. So I still have not told the husband, but I just have to write, find the right time. He'll be fine with it, but I just need to, yeah, I don't want to fight. Um, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for doing everything you guys do to show your support and I wish you a great Monday and as I always end my podcast toodles <laughs>